What's up? What's up, y'all? It's keeping it real with Miss Breaker. And today I got a guest on the platform. Introduce yourself real quick. Yo, 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 it's K Dot in the house. What's up, K Dot? Been a minute. It's been a minute. It actually hasn't been a minute. Facts, facts. It hasn't been a minute. We've actually been chilling with each other and dealing, doing things, mm-hmm. taking trips, doing little small things like that. I feel like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying each other's company. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you for yesterday, bringing me to Connecticut. Yeah, no problem. You already know. I like driving. Driving ain't nothing to me. Real one. (laughs) So what you been up to other than, you know, school and all that stuff? Just chilling? Other than school, chilling, trying to enjoy people's time, company, build connections, work on myself, build crafts like UX design. Yes. Or just build my professional profile in general so I can become valuable for the workplace, especially as a as a black individual. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not easy for us to like make it, especially like in spaces that were meant for white people. Yes, I agree. Cuz mm-hmm. it is hard for us to do things. And like today's topic, we're going to be talking about working while black. And it's not necessarily to say, like, oh, the culture or this, that. It's more about identity. It's more of an identity thing. It's going to be a, about a whole bunch of other shit, too, just not about identity. But for the most part, starting, being working while being black, how does, your, how does it look in your meetings when – it is a whole staff meeting. What is it? What does your room look like? Who's all there as far as culturalized, like identity? I know we're all human race. We're one human race, but as far as color, are you the only black person in that meeting, or is there maybe one or two black people, but the majority are white? So on my team, for example, there is like half of us are black, which is really great. That's very rare, especially in this the space I am. Yeah. But in in all employee meetings, probably like less than ten percent black people in general. Damn, <laughs> yeah, that's like my school. That's like my school, and it's sad because mm-hmm. I don't complain about it because I like my job. So there's nothing really there for me to complain about. But it is eye opening when you, excuse me, when you see that there is, like, only either you or no, other than just you, it might be maybe two or three, but it still feels uncomfortable because we're having conversations about race. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. when it becomes, like, oh, well, the racial injustice for, you know, our black students, and that I'm like, black students? We don't really have that many black students. We don't really can dedicate to our black s- students culturally. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, well, yeah, we're going to talk about Black History Month. And yeah, yeah, it's very, very minimal where we're not going above and beyond like how we talk about That's the Americans. That's interesting because one of my friends Americans. is a teacher as well. And um, her experience with that is that the white teachers would tell her, like, why do we need to focus on Black History Month, and they're like, they don't really want to focus on that. That's not the lesson that they want to, they want to teach in their classrooms, yeah. and things like that. And um, they already have initiatives like free lunch. That was very. That's like super ignorant and racist. What do you mean free nut lunch is an initiative for for black students? 
So yeah. there's nothing else for black students. You can't learn about, like, um, George Washington Carver, who was a scientist and did a lot of amazing work. Uh, is is your, um, are you just stereotyping, 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 sorry, black people as poor. Everyone is poor, and that's all, that's, that's all you can um, do, basically. And you're just going to get handouts? Is that what it is? Like, what? I know that's weird because I think about that too. Like, why is it that we we do this whole thing where it's like, oh no, we don't need this, or oh no, uh, it's only for black people, or oh no, it's only this and that. But it's like when we actually work and we come together and we talk about what what is the next step moving forward for our children, you know, what are we doing to make a difference? Yeah. <coughs> what are you saying Excuse to me. the children? Are you are you saying to them that they could be, um anything they want to be doctors lawyers or um are are they are you limiting them on what they can be and things like that yeah i feel like there's a lot of limitation when it comes to working while being black mhm because you have so many different things going on mm-hmm. in society where it's it's hard for us to even have a business being black mhm it's hard working in general being black because we need a, we talked about this yesterday, you need a token. Yeah, and that token isn't the token we normally see on television being black, it's being white. You need a white token to help you get through your business and life. Yeah, definitely. Um, from my experience, I've seen like even black people who are high positions, they're still on their tippy toes. Yeah, uh, they they can't say certain things. They can't do certain things because they realize their privilege is limited. Even though they're somewhat at the top and somewhat made it, you know, even if they may marry a white spouse or things like that, they're still limited. And you'll realize that as you grow in your career, and sometimes, and you'll see white people are usually at top, and it usually takes one of them to acknowledge you to get you to where you are. You see Kanye West, he's he's a billionaire, but he wasn't a billionaire by himself. Yeah, there he had pe- there yeah. were people behind him to yeah. get him to a point in life. And I feel like that's where uh the the, the focus kind of draws from where it's like, oh well look at Jay Z and oh he don't look at really this own anything. He don't own not not a lot of people understand that mm-hmm. aspect part business wise. Yes. Like, just because, yeah, Rock Nation, oh, they, they, like, the whole situation with Tory Lanez, and they're like, oh, his dad's like, oh, I blame Rock Nation for, you know, the, the corruption for my son, and da-da-da, but you can't blame Rock Nation. Rock Nation isn't black-owned. Yeah. And Rock Nation has CEOs as, you know, being the black, faces. the faces, but they're not the true owners that run and say, this goes this way, that goes this way. Just like BET. Not really a black network. It's not. Mm-hmm. And I think recently I had an argument with somebody about this, too. And it was just like, oh, yeah, no, now there's a black woman. I said, no, uh, she is just the CEO face of it. Mm-hmm. But there's someone higher than her position. Yeah, because Kanye West, as soon as he said something anti-Semitic, they took away, like, everything. Every fucking thing, like, quick. Yeah, they quick. wasn't bothered by it. They, mm-hmm. they was like, well, we can make money without you. Shit. We made you rich. Now we made you yeah. rich, and now we can make you it's poor. It's like, it's selective. It is selective. Selective. It's uh, very selective. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that. Like, wealth 
comes in so many different ways, but you have to understand how it's actually and yeah, evolving. you have to be selective, basically, too. Just like in the workplace, you have to be selective yes. to be at a certain position. Yes. And even, like, black businesses, they struggle a lot because they don't really have, like, the fundings or the support like other people come. You see, immigrants come from, like, other countries with nothing, and and they already have a big business. But if you see a, a black immigrant, bro, their business is going to be struggling like crazy. No bank's going to give them a loan or yep. anything like that. Yep. And it's sad because even if we look through time and we look back at, you know, when black people did develop an establishment, an established community in Chicago, that was the original Wall Street. That was the mm-hmm. black Wall Street. We are the creators of that. But yet you have, mm-hmm. we have all these ideas, we have all these things. They end up getting taken from us and stripped from us because you have all these people who are hating on our success and yet hate that we're so quick to be successful. They make it harder for us to earn our success. It's like, oh, no, you got to earn this success. But it's like if I'm successful at doing this thing, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to earn it when I already know it. Someone made a good point yesterday I seen on TikTok talking about that um, professionalism was made by white people. Yes, it was. Yeah, I definitely agree was and disagree to a certain st- extent. I agree because, like, of course it was. They said, like, our traditions, how we live, what we wear was uncivilized. Like, what really is civilization? What There's is no such thing as yeah. civilization. It's, it's European all an illusion. standards, yeah. basically. That, too. And it's just an illusion be that, that just separates us more mm-hmm. from ourselves and from each other. That's when you go back and you see, like, on TV, mm-hmm. not TV, like, Facebook, they'll show, like, oh, you know, we're, nothing hasn't changed. Like, our black people are just generating what we were, what our ancestors were doing, how our hair looks and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, yes, that's true. That's how we identified ourselves based mm-hmm. off of our hair, our hairstyles, the marks on our bodies. Everything was different. Yeah, yeah. But it became this, oh, well, we have to be civilized to have this and to have that. But mm-hmm. w- what is there really? Yeah, what is that? doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Where does this come from? Like, And going back to the hair and everything, so the Senate, Senate Republicans recently blocked the Crown Act. Uh, if you don't know anything about the Crown Act, it's about, like, to ban hair discrimination <laughs> against natural hair um, for, like, different hairstyles, box braids, afro um there's been many stories of cases where um, women weren't afforded opportunities because of their hair, or men. I even remember, even in our time, you remember they in would high tell school? them to like cut their hair. Oh, you can't yes, look you like can't that when graduate. you graduate. Yeah, you, you, gotta, you have to cut your dreads off. You can't. I was like, yo, that's mm-hmm. wild. Like I remember, I went to um, an event. We were in high school, like ninth grade. This, this white professor, we went to a university to visit. She was telling us, giving us tips on, on jobs and everything like that. She was like, to the boys, you got to cut off your braids and your afro and stuff like that. A white uh-uh. woman. She's saying that. She's trying to say that what she thinks is good conscience, but it's it's kind of like not good, but um, it's the reality. The reality is people are going to judge you based on how you look. 
Yes. And even in the court system, too. Yes. Because um, there's a family friend of ours who's a lawyer, mm-hmm. and um, there was an incident with somebody um, with, with, with braids that he had to represent, and he he was like, oh, he already lost because he has braids. They're already gonna. They're already gonna judge him because of the way he looks, and that's literally the case in the tr- in in the truth. Yeah, because they try to identify our blackness as gangster, mm-hmm. ghetto, violent. Oh yeah, he's a hoodlum because he has dreads. Oh, he's a hoodlum because he wears his hair in an afro. Oh, he's part of a gang because yeah. his style of his braids look look gang affiliated. Yeah, it's like yeah. what type of shit. Everything with black people is always gang affiliated. It's always gang affiliated. <laughs> Jemai, real quick, dude. But um, sorry about that. Uh, it is true. Like everything is gang affiliated. I remember like, um, going to a job interview, and I straightened my hair. And when I got in there, I realized that I was not getting this job. I was the only black person in there trying to act white. That's how I see things. That's how I felt. Like, I'm the only black person in here trying to be like them, and I don't look like them. I can't act like them. I don't, my hair is not like theirs, but I'm forcing, you know, I'm doing all this shit to get my hair to look like them to fit into their liking, and then they don't like me still. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, from that moment, I realized, like, I'm done trying to please motherfuckers. I'd rather just go as myself. Honestly. <coughs> bro, because I'm not going to sit here and straighten my hair one day and then straighten my hair for months and months and months and then when I'm tired of straightening it, go sh- curly and then they like, oh my God, what happened to your hair? Like, yeah. it's a fucking scary, scare-tastic. Like, no. This is my natural hair. Like, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because there's a lot of things that really are in motion to prevent black people from excelling in life. Mm-hmm. We have all these laws that aren't beneficial for us, but it's beneficial for others. And we've been here the longest type shit. And um, it's interesting because going to, like, how, like, you professionalism, how you're supposed to act on job interviews and different things like that. I remember I went to a co- uh, event, and one of the guys on the panel, white male, was talking about oh you have to, um he was he was um he he identified as okay they them so they them um he said that you have to fit the vibe mm-hmm. if he doesn't vibe with you if you don't like the same music different things like that he, you're not gonna really get the job he wants to know he wants you to be a certain way and this is a big corporation. Someone can literally stand there on their panel at the company, said that they only hire off of vibes and music and things like that for a corporate-level job. And I thought that was crazy, so I went to him after and talk, asked him, what do you mean by vibe and different things like that? Because, because of your certain general. culture and the way you act, people are going to speak a different way. Talk Attitude is going to be completely different. Black mm-hmm. people are... We're different. We're not the same. We're, we're not raised in the same environment. Yeah, so no. what you think as is polite might not be polite to us or what we, yeah, vice versa and things like that. But having different perspectives can make a company great. And you're limiting people because you want a whitewash 
quote quote black person that that's what you would like not yeah. somebody who would bring their authentic self you want somebody who who's can switch up their to, voice yes. and sit and things like that who's willing to strip from their own culture yeah. to adapt their to their own identity else's, their own identity yeah and i was like yeah i i don't think that's right I had to tell him and f- and another thing i'm i'm very um vocal about neurodiversity so that 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 was another reason why I, why i spoke to him because neurodiversity ties into a lot of a lot of these cultural fit because what really is that why are you saying cultural fit like we're not the same and it's it's a it's a business you want your business to operate you want different perspectives you want people to who can bring value to your companies you don't it's not about bringing friends to your to your that are like you yeah, you don't. You, that's the worst because then those are the ones that are gonna least respect you. Yeah, so it's like you need people that you need everyone to be a part of something that you're trying to do because at the end of the day, we have to work together. Mm-hmm. I, there was a quote that I think um, Carlos Miller had posted on a podcast. He was like, "I'm working with the work. I'm not working against it. Like I'm not. A, I'm not." against it you know i'm working with the work i'm going to do the bare minimum of the work i'm not going to go above i'm not going to go beyond i'm doing the work because at the end of the day we're all working to work Mm -hmm. work is never going to stop working we all have to keep doing something to keep evolving but to do something to go an extra mile to change yourself Mm -hmm. to go an extra mile to change your identity just because it's not working for them it doesn't stop the work in the business. And I don't, Julia, this is, I don't know if you heard of like diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace. I know you're in the school system. Yeah. But a lot <coughs> of companies are like big and having DEI initiatives, having DEI roles. And there's, I feel like there's a lot of people taking these roles that are not really like passionate yeah, I, I about agree. that. They think, and then also within these companies, a lot of times they just use as numbers it's a lot of metrics yes yeah but at the same time you need to learn how to make your company to be welcoming to the, to people like that so they can stay and continue to to have an environment that embraces differences which without help with retention retaining with reta- retaining black individuals or uh, different people of colors not just by numbers when i was at a conference in dallas mm-hmm. Over the summer, um, I was meeting with a big company. She was a white woman. She was like, oh, I know a lot about DEI. You can ask me anything. So I asked her, do you have any neurodiversity initiatives at your company? She looked at me without pausing for a second, could have asked me what is neurodiversity. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what neurodiversity is, it's um, it's autism, ADHD, dyslexia, or any different type of um, developmental differences or um, neurological differences to embrace in the workplace and things like that, right? So um, she was she looked at me and said, yeah, we're trying to hire 10,000 of the blacks. No, she didn't say yeah, that. What type of shit? I was like, well, I rephrased it to her, and she said, yeah, we're trying to hire the blacks. And I was like, what the heck? I was so shook. 
I never heard anybody to look at me and say the blacks. <laughs> and I said neuro. Oh if you don't know what neuro, you can just think brain. Like what? Yeah. That's what neuro means. Or Girl. ask me what does it, what's yeah. neurodiversity. Don't just look at me and say we're trying to hire 10,000 of the blacks because I don't know who the blacks are. <laughs> it's not me or my people. Like, Yo, for real. Yeah, that, crazy. Is, that is messed up. So a lot of people be in these roles not giving a F. They just got these roles because they're a white woman. And a lot of white women usually get these BI positions because mm-hmm. white women are considered a minority and things like that. And benefit the most offer um, offer um, affirmative action, but um, I met one time and someone was we d- we did the study in class too. Um, a lot of white women were agreeing with it, be- um, because my professor said white women benefit off the most. But someone else told me when they were taking that class, he had them do a poll, like raise their hands, and then when he s- and then none of the white people rose their hands. But then when he said it benefits white women the most, literally, like, all of them rose their hands. So you're saying, like, from previous years, they were in denial of it. Until and they, now, until they hear, and No, until they hear it benefits them. Oh, so they, they, they agree with it. But if, it do, yeah, if, it's, okay. if they think it's benefiting other minorities, black people and stuff, they, they disagree with it and think it's wrong. And any time you make it somewhere, they're like, oh, they made it because of affirmative action. Yeah. You benefited off of me more than me. What you mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I remember being in a meeting where um, one of one of my coworkers was like, they don't see color. Mm-hmm. They just see people for people. Mm-hmm. You know, I see you. I see you. You're you. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything other than just you. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, there's no fucking way in hell that you just see me mm-hmm. because I don't look like you. You don't see me as me. You see me as someone different from you and whether or not how you feel, now you're seeing me in a class level because when you see me, I'm different from you. You might think you're pr- you're, you're proper and you dress fancy and I dress urban and we're not the same. And because we're not the same, you will disassociate yourself with me because we don't look the same. There's a lot of unconscious bias. And you will, s- and it could be, th- it could be someone else that dressed urban like me, but they look like you. You'll associate yourself with them because they don't look terrifying or they're not gang affiliated because that's how you, I, that's how you generalize black people. And I told her that said it's very ignorant of you to tell a black person in a room full of white women that you don't see color. Yeah, they love to do that. I remember when I worked in mental health, oh, my gosh, that job was filled with a whole bunch of racists. The clients, the workers, all that. They used to say the craziest shit to me. This one dude, I'll call his name out, Ryan, bro, this (laughs) fucking white dude looking like Harry Potter named Ryan, bro, always used to say the most racist things to me. Uh-uh. And then be like, oh, he's not racist because he's Irish and Italian. That shit don't mean, yo. I remember having a conversation a with a friend. Bro. I remember having a conversation with a friend out of New York about how the Irish don't like black people and the Italians don't like black people here in Boston. Mm-hmm. People feel I don't know in what land or what world motherfuckers be coming from, Mr. but Bruce they Brown don't Columbus like us. Was white. 
yes. was was I was Italian. He was Italian. <laughs> he did not like yo. True. And it's like that's how they are here. When you go to East Boston, I mean, mm-hmm. I forgot fuck what that book is called. There's a book that Souls. Is, no, it's about, I think it's brothers or, no, no, no. There was one where they beat up a hasten dude that, that, um. No, it's about a white boy. It was about an Irish boy who was friends with black people, but his family had, to t- his family was telling him that they shouldn't, he shouldn't be friends with them because they're beneath us. Uh-huh. But then the Italians were killing the Irish because the Irish, uh, we're different, like the black people and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Boston is super racist. Um, Boston yeah. ended in like 74. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah. Like, people don't realize, like, people, oh, Boston is the melting pot. No, the fuck mm-hmm. it's not. There's a divided. whole bunch of cultures here, but we're divided. still divided. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't just pop up and go to East Boston or Lynn or walk into a white neighborhood that's predominantly Italian and a predominantly Irish. They're still going to look at you. Yeah. A certain way, they're going to say something to you. They Happened just might do Medford. something to you. Right you know what Medford, I mean? Bro, they always staring like, what the hell? It's and like time cool. froze when yeah. you walk into their community. It's like, what the fuck? Is this an alien? That's how they treat you. And then when we was like, we don't want to order anymore, the dude literally said, thank God. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> I was shook. This was me and my Yo, Indian friend, bro. It was like, yeah, white people here in Boston, the Italians and Irish, they are so fucking racist. rude and racist. They don't care. They say whatever they want. Not all of them are like that. Don't Not get me all. wrong. But the ones that are, they 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 make that shit. They known. don't get called out for their shit too. And they don't, yo. It's like Not by their family and if members. If you say something, it's like, oh, they call the police. Your ass is going to jail. Mm-hmm. Okay, just know that you in a restaurant, you in an Italian or Irish restaurant, and they call the police and on the, you. And the defense is, oh, Boston is not racist. They always say that, like, oh, you guys don't have it as bad, as bad um, anywhere. We, you got, it's pretty good for you guys here. How the hell would you know? I know, right? This one white girl, <laughs> um, literally for no reason. I was trying, I was trying to be nice to her, sympathize with her, what she's going through. She's like, oh, I can't get um sex nay or this because I'm I'm white. And then she kept repeating it, and then I had to say something because yeah, like, I don't know why you're bringing up you race. Know? Yo, I was do like, you, you know guys the benefit? Statistics? Yeah, you guys benefit more than us. <laughs> y'all, what you mean? And y'all, the majority yeah, on Section Eight and food stamps. Yeah, and then she over here flipping out, talking about, oh yeah, the white people are oppressed. Um, <laughs> she said, "How about all lives matter?" And was just saying some crazy stuff. You black people always think this, that, and the third. No, we are we are oppressed more than you. We don't get any benefits. You guys get all the benefits. And this is a girl who says she grew up in the hood. She grew up with black people and things like that, and thinks she could say the n word. I had to like stop talking to her altogether because what the heck? I mean, I still never gave her a pass the first time saying the n word because that's that yeah, was any white person up, that bro. says the n word. I feel like I might pop them in the mouth and then tell them like, just don't say that word. Just because they dress urban or things like that, they think they have the right to say it. Yeah, it but is. they be the most racist. This one girl we went to high school with. You see how she is now? She Which was one? down with the people. I ain't gonna say her oh, name right now, yeah, but yeah, 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 I'll yeah, tell I you think. after. Yeah, she yeah. was down for the people, down for the black cock. <laughs> And all that. <laughs> Once he got older, bro, got a white man, listen to country, hanging out with, with with conservatives, on some racist stuff, all that, bro. And she was out here saying the N-word with us. And we were like, oh, yeah, she could stay because she, she grew up here. 
we know her. That's how we was back then, but I didn't realize yeah, how see, bad it was. Yeah, I learned that in college. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want no one saying that word if they're not black. Mm-hmm. And I feel, and I know, like, there are Spanish people that feel like they're not That's black. That's not race. And y'all, you know, it's just interesting, but I'm not doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah. They want to say that here and there when it benefits them and stuff like that. But then they'll be like, oh, my grandma is black after and stuff like that. Yeah. You was hiding your grandma in the closet and now she black? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> For real, like, or I, I love how the Dominicans be like, oh, yeah, my grandmother's Haitian and my 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 um, my great-grandmother's Haitian and my great-grandmother's Yeah, they all say that. Dominican, I'm like, okay, so you're black. Yeah. You have black in your DNA, like. I mean, majority of them are definitely black. Yes, definitely. But there are some, like, you definitely can't say that when you was a white boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think that that's that's up to discretion for anybody in terms of what you identify with your race or identity. But, like, race, uh, um, let's be honest, is phenotypically what you look like. If yes. you look black, you are black, no matter if you have more white in you or this, that, and the third. Yeah. I, I don't know if you ever heard the story of the lady. I'll send you the movie in South Africa. She she was like your complex and hair texture, two white parents. They were shook how she came out, and then she had a brother who came out a little lighter than her who still looked mixed. They had to fight for her to be identified as a white woman. What? And she was still discriminated, kicked out of school and things like that. They're like, oh, the mom cheated, but the mom didn't cheat. They had black genes in their DNA. And, and it skipped. And it yep, came to her. Wow. She had the identity crisis her whole life. Yes, she had two white parents. But phenotypically, she was a black woman. She looked black. And because of that, she, would, she, she went through a lot in her life because she's like, why don't these people look like me? This, that, and third. And she felt comfortable once she left her rich, white, privileged life and went to go live with black people in South Africa and things like that. She went through some struggles because she was beat by her husband and stuff like that, but she felt like she was missing something because of that. Damn, that's crazy. So, yes, racism is based on what you look like. That's why Obama's considered first black president. He don't look like a... He look like a black guy, right? Yeah. He's black, but he... He's you know, m- typically he's definitely. Yes, I didn't know yes. he was mixed at first. I was like, oh, what? He looked like a mix. Not to me. He looks mixed to me because when you look at, listen, when you look at our black men, they don't look like an Obama. He's East African, though. Even African men that I know no, don't like look like Obama. West Africans look different. West Africans look like us. Because West Africans are, um, we have the same ancestors, really. Yeah, from like closer to the water. Yeah, we, we have the same ancestors. They came from slave boats over there. East Africans look different. You know, like Somalis. I don't know about the slave boats, man. I don't know about the slave boats. That's another time for another day. You don't day. believe in slave boats? No, because there's no proof of those things. And there's then when you you went to the D.C., right? You went to D.C.? You saw all the numbers they had. They brought over 800 and only 200 survived. They brought over 500 and only 80 survived. So how do you think we got here? We were already here. We traveled those seas on our own. Okay, that's not another as, topic. Not but as I don't slaves. Think so. I think we were not by as slaves, slaves, but I do believe black people. I feel like were, they tried were, to were bring us over here. here before. Yeah, no, definitely, no doubt. But we were here. There was a bunch of us here. There wasn't a few of us. You know what I mean? They killed a lot of us. That's that's a, that's for debate, but 
It killed a lot of I, us. I think we came on slave boats. There's, there's no. evidence in Angola and stuff like that. No, I there's feel evidence like that houses. We need to take a trip to Africa. House of Slaves, Senegal, Cape Verde. We got to take a trip. It literally happened. We were... We were... They that's were, ignoring, they were, they that, that's ignoring the biggest like, here, genocide. All, all here that's ignoring name. the biggest genocide in the world, brother, if no. you say that. Yes. No. They didn't bring us all here. Listen... K dad, they couldn't have brought K-Dad. us all here. I thought you said K dad. No, K dad. <laughs> they didn't bring us. They couldn't have brought us all here. We were already here. Uh uh-uh. Because just like Christopher Columbus said, he's seen so many people that are dark, quote unquote, from his analyzations of Native his Americans exploring. But no, that's the thing. They this whole psychological thing that they keep telling us native americans native americans native americans if you go back in history and look at the native americans they were black they just dress they didn't dress as a civilization you mm-hmm. know i think community. that's a, that's ignoring native history no that's there's no su- i'm not saying that this native south america why do people in south america look like that they're not black what are you talking about south america they're natives we have to take native out of the word like organic. Not everything is organic when it's natural. Not everyone is native just because they live in a non-civilization. So where did world. they come from? Where did they come from? What do you mean? Where did they come from? Where where, where did indigenous people come from? They were already. There's no. That's the thing. There's there's Lord. The word organic. You see this bottle of water. Mm-hmm. I can make my we own get in bottle off topic. of water. I we know. Get We're getting topic. off topic, but I got to say this. Because Native, this whole, like, Native thing is starting to bother me now because I'm realizing and doing my research that this word doesn't exist. Indigenous doesn't exist. These are, we're all beings, bro. It's just that we were colonized. That's From our mean. natural state of living. But you said black people came here. No, I said black people, yeah, black people came here on boats. Yeah. But not on slave ships. So that means they're not indigenous to here if they came on by boats. How do you think how do you think we how do you think we we navigate the world to learn how to adapt to society and the changes of the world's environments? We have to move. If shit is getting rocky over here and we don't have food, we gotta move. But that's that's but that's but you said black people were the originals. Yes, and they were here. They weren't they they, they weren't like I felt like I know the they originals say back to then, who then? Everyone was he- what do you mean the originals to who? To the originals to a European black or- people. Black people. It starts black. No, I don't think you're you're getting my point. I don't like, think you're getting my point. Have you ever heard of the uh, only a black woman can give birth to a white? No white woman can give birth to a full black. If we ever oh. like skin complexion, skin tone. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, not not like you uh-huh. know. Mm-hmm. If we um and not considering albino, if we go back in history, yes, I do believe that the first people were black. Yes, in general, of course, I believe that. But I believe evolution, things change. But I'm saying, yeah. like, there were probably people around this whole land of world in this world. As somebody who comes from a com- comes from my a, a Caribbean we heritage, travel. we travel that's mixed between African, Taino, um. Colonizer, I I I respect the 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 history of the Taino people. 
because that is still my history. Yeah. So I can't say the black people were there first because that's ignoring the Tainos that no, were there. No, but that's what I'm saying. The, we all, we have to understand, black is just a color. Of course. That's why people, you ever seen aboriginals? Mm-hmm. They, they're black too, but they're not from Africa. I know, yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying black is the original is what I'm yeah, telling yeah. you. I'm not yeah. canceling out natives. I'm telling you, native doesn't exist. It's just a term that they use to separate and separate and separate and continue to separate. Just like black, white. Before it was just a black and white thing and then a... We can, we, we can say the same thing about how race is not real, is not yeah, biology, is not real. Yeah, it's not. That's race right. is not real because yeah. we're all one race. We're all literally the same people. Yeah, we're the same people, just different skin colors, different just tribal. We're just very tribal. Very that's tribal. The that's the thing. But we got we got to acknowledge race because that's what white people have established to um, keep us down and things like yeah, that. Yeah, we have to. Well, but I, I don't see it as a we race. We didn't do it. We didn't do it because in Africa and stuff like that, even though everybody yeah, we was black, together. no, everybody was black, but they had different tribes. Yeah, and they everyone, weren't the same. Every they didn't tribe did something different. Yeah. And then when they made the borders in Africa, they s- they made borders between the t- between the tri- tribes. All those countries are man made, and then they mess they um ruin people's like um family basically because now now they're like they they're in opposite countries and things like that because of Europeans, and. They just consider all of us. They just lump us all as one when we when we were not the same people at all. We had different cultures, different food, different languages, and different things like that. But they yeah. just seen all of us as the N word, yeah, basically. And then that's where we come in today, and and have to still still deal with that in the workplace, no matter if we're Haitian, Jamaican, Nigerian, yeah, African American, the they same. just look at us the same. Yes. But then we be fighting with each other. I see social yeah. media oh, having um, diaspora wars, which makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. And, and then did sad. you see that video? Did you see that video of the black boy? He's like, this is, I have the problem with the whole light uh, with the whole brown skin concept. I don't know if you, you know light skin, brown skin, dark skin. Yeah. I don't. I personally do not think brown skin is a thing, because we always say the brown. And then this well, back then we were we were we were considered brown, but yeah. then they changed it and called us black and started yeah. calling the natives brown, mm-hmm. the Mexicans brown, and Spanish brown. Which is weird. Brown. It's so weird. I, I hate know. that term. I'm not, I'm sorry. That's not me. But I just because how y'all all brown and y'all different. But um. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get. Let me I'm get. Weak. Let I, I agree though. Let I me, agree. Let me get back to the um point I'm saying. So there's a video. I'm gonna show you later. Yeah. Um, it was on Jubilee. I don't know if you ever watched Jubilee, where they bring like different groups of people. They had a liberal and conservatives. Mm-hmm. So this black boy, I think uh, I I going back to um brown skin. I think black people like to use a whole bunch of terms to not say that they're dark skinned they tried their best to separate themselves from being dark. Yeah, because that's, you know, that slave mentality. Yeah, slave mentality. Yeah. You know how people make fun of people in Because school. they're dark. They're and like, oh, yeah. you're oh, dark. Oh, he's so black, you can't even see him if yeah, you turn the lights yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> High school, nobody really said that to me. Only this yeah, Asian no. boy. This really? Asian boy. Oh, God. You know William. I'm going yeah. to name drop that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Which was interesting because, like, Else, he was the only person, and in middle school, this dark boy, um, Ty Kel, used to say that too. 
And then Mercedes' cousin, who's darker than me, Robert used to say that as well. Like, Robert, go clean your neck. <laughs> you are fucking... I can't deal with your ass. Bro. But yeah, getting back to that, Pete, we... As if we oh, see, hold on. Somebody's in here that wants to pop in. I see you. I see you. I'm going to let you chime in. But it is the truth. But, it is the truth. But like, let me s- make this point. Yeah. If we see somebody who's a shade darker than us, we like to um, act like we're better than them. Just yeah. a little say. That's why I don't believe in the whole concept of brown skin. That's made up. It's not a real thing. Yeah. Hey, my brother. How you doing? I hope all is well. That's good. That's good. So how do you feel about that's this good. conversation? Okay, one more time. Sorry. How do you feel about this conversation? I'm having a hard time hearing you. I'm not really blind. Your phone's taking. Oh. One second. One second. Okay. What about now? Now, now we can hear you. Perfect. Yeah, my shit is tapped, yo. We're gonna have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get off what I can say and whatever you understand. Um, feeling right. like um, Indian. Basically, with a couple of black. Try to come back in, cause I heard it was Indian. Yeah, that's all I heard too. I'm gonna remove you, and then you come back in, cause it's it's so loud that when you're talking, it's it's hard to hear you. Mm-hmm. So come back in, and then we'll we'll try this we'll try this again. Okay, hello. Hey, what's up? All right, that yeah, sounds better. Yeah, I don't know, man. This dude kind of like silencing in a way. Like, but anyway, I wanted to say that, yeah, I can relate. You know, you see that happening between um, with the black community, but, you know, like who Tupac said, the dark and the flesh, the deeper the roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, you got to be proud of that. You got to wear that struggle. The struggle has made what you are today. The, the strength you have right now is based off of your history, your ancestral history. Like, these guys were really evolving every step of the way and trying to become better, faster versions and more efficient versions of themselves. So this is like the product of that, um, all those years of struggle. Like you can't just be throwing that away just because you want to fit in. Like you, if they don't like you, all, they don't like you. This is going to be a follower, a little um, yes man, or just you know, get sent to the floor type of guy. No, that's not the way to be, I don't think. Like, I feel like those are like weaker-minded people that don't have the foundation or the knowledge or how to put the emotions and how to be how to be an outcast. I want people to be an outcast with you. Because I was an outcast right away. Because I wouldn't bow down to that system. I was like, yeah, this is completely, I'm not really out there in Washington. This is a systematical breakdown of the human psyche and just making people uh, conform to your way of thinking. Come to the A, B, C, D, one, three. This is the right answer. If you don't have this answer, you didn't come up with it. You know, then your answer is incorrect. And um, I was like, okay, 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 this is not real knowledge, this is just a, a little, a little um, detour for us, uh, for our mind to just get programmed to be in that slave mentality. Because you are sitting in a room for 12 hours a day, you know, for 30 years to pay off a house and they could have built themselves and got together with a couple other people, you know? 
like, yeah, it's just madness to me, you know? It definitely is madness because it is hard because it's like we're trying to fit into something that isn't made for us. And even if we make something for us, we're still broken down. And it, no matter how hard we try, we we end up fighting with each other, and that makes it harder for us to come together. You know, like you said, like, why? how is it that, you know, we have all these things that's breaking the barriers of things, but then it's like, oh, well, oh, now you're trying to fit in, or yeah, then yeah. we're battling with each other, and it just doesn't make no sense. And then we always, like, for some reason, we lie about, like, um, our, what we are to, like, sound more exotic. Like, I remember a lot of the African-Americans used to say, like, they're Cape Verdeans. Mm-hmm. If you know what Cape Verdeans is, they're usually, like, um, mixed with Portuguese and African. Or, like, Haitians will say they're Dominican mm-hmm. or things like that. Like, thinking this, that's going to take away, you're going to see them as, like, less black mm-hmm. for that, which is crazy. We never, like, yeah, I think people are doctors are, like, that much to begin with anyway. That's like a low-level vibrational thought that they're having, and that's not going to affect my thought processes, how I dealt with that. You know, like, my thoughts are my thoughts. My inner world is my inner world. My mind is a vault. Nothing's going to get here unless I open the vault, you know? Yeah. So that's how I dealt with it. But then that's also setting yourself off from, like, communicating with people and connecting with people because you just assume that everybody's an idiot, you know? Yeah. At that point, like, all you've met is idiots. And, you know, like, every, every kid you ran into was, like, a... Half on your side and like secretly that on your side as well. You know, like they have a bigger um, team that they're a part of. They're just like join your team just for whatever, you know? And they're just like, you know, basically, I don't know what it's called, man, but it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic. Like, you know, no matter what, no matter what I did, like, you know, these guys weren't going to accept me as like one of them or like an equal to them. So mm-hmm. I just decided to every angle and stick it to and Stamp of justice and what's rough that way they can't they can't tear that down. It's gonna be forever, you know. That move I placed right there at that moment in time was eternal. It's gonna resonate in that in that position for the rest of the time, you know, whatever time is. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't really think here. So it's, that move is done. It's, it's wrapped up, and they know that I made the correct move. That was a sacrifice in a way. Um, that's what you gotta do, you know. Oh yeah, no doubt. You have to. You just gotta ignore it and you just move on. And it's sad, but. They only need you when you're beneficial to them. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how um, black people sometimes will try to like do their best to try to be equal to black people, to, uh, to white people. It's like it's never going to happen. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Even when white people become the uh, minority, you're still going to you're still gonna um, they're still gonna be at the top because they're minorities in a lot of countries are still at the top, and um. Like, but um, Hispanics are apparently supposed to be number one, are going to be, like, the majority in the country. There's still a lot of white Hispanics. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of Hispanics that deny being black. And then a lot of Hispanics who aren't black who just dislike black people altogether um, just the same, basically, or even sometimes even worse sometimes. Yeah. Because they, they had... They have racial issues in their countries that they don't address at all. Like they deny that yeah. people are even in their country. Mexico, not too long ago, just um, recognized the 1.4 million black people, if I remember correctly, in their country. Yeah, before they, they used the, to they hide are, them. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. definitely did. Mm-hmm. I will say in California, there's a art uh, gallery that I went to that really amplifies the Afro 
Latinas. And like it, it was, it's cool to see, but it's sad that they don't really. This is not what we learn in school. Yeah, and it's interesting with Afro Latino because that's a whole movement now. But um, Haiti is part of Latin America and the first Latin American country. Like you got, you don't acknowledge Haiti as being Latinos and La, um, Latinas because yeah. of your racism and ignorance yeah, and things like that. These are all like mixed with black. Everybody's been mixed somewhere or another. And before you know it, everybody's going to be brown like in 50 years. So like, you know, there's so much mixing going on right now. There's, there's just um, a lot of stuff going on right now that hasn't been happening in time. Like, people usually stuck with their own race, married into their own race. And it was like, in my country, in India, there's just um, arranged marriages over there, you know? So they just keep in the family, they connect with some, their, their buddy, their, their best friend's daughter. If you're unmarried, son, they already planned that out. So they do it, you know? Yeah, and it's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have some yeah. family and friends. And there's a woman here. That's a family. Strong woman from a good family, you know? You're going to have respect or you're not going to get... You choose what you want. Yeah, I know India has the whole caste system and, like, Punjabis, like, and things like that. They don't really marry other people that's that's different from their caste or like different from their cultures and things like that and a, a lot of times too they also have a colorism issue in india as well too yeah. and like asia as well because of white supremacy basically everybody wants to be close as close to whiteness as possible Attitude. It's just not natural for people. It's just a, it's a brainwash, and they just they like it, so they want to keep pushing it. So they want they want to push the conversation. They want people to speak to them and with some type of um inspiration or whatever they feel like they can be um, respected in a, in a bigger sense than you respect yourself almost. So like yo, that's not gonna happen. I'm not bowing down to you. You can't beat me in nothing. I'll beat you across the board in every aspect of life. How can you be superior to me? And I don't even think I'm superior to you. I just know my skills. That I've honed over the years to uh, attain this level has been hard work. Yeah. And I put that in so I could just walk over there. more. They're not on my level. But I look at them as equal to me. They all deserve the same stuff. They all deserve peace, happiness, love, security, and good food, clean food, natural food. That's what we got now. Water poison, air poison, food, aesthetic. Uh, it's, it's just a sad um, abomination of. Uh, which holy yeah i feel like it's gonna it's 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 hard because i i don't know like about you but i seen a a comedian he did a stand-up and he said ha 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 i see a lot of celebrities leaving america a lot of black celebrities leaving america what if we all leave and then he just jokingly said football won't be a thing because we got that basketball won't be a yeah. thing because we got that baseball won't be a thing yeah. Actual football, yeah. soccer won't be a thing because those are the things that we don't boxing. Know. Yeah, boxing. Boxing. Uh, Golf. Yeah, like, you know, on, we're very talented people. Very gifted. Any high level competition. Yeah, and any high level competition, the, the blacks are winning those athletic, athletic competitions, you know? Oh, yeah. Superior oh, yeah. athletics. Yes. In that aspect. Like, their, their, their nature that they grew up in, even though they went 100 years ago and got grabbed and got up. Person that's coming over there, they promise them like money, bitches, and they promise them these guys like, yo, let's go. And, you know, you know they're just got certain 
Yeah, mentally weak and physically strong is what they're say, you know? So keep them mentally weak, keep them physically strong. So they can do the work and they can work well, but they don't have the mental capacity to analyze things and think for their own. You know? Yes, that's the truth. They don't know how to think for their own. And it's and that's the real battle with the it's battle in the races. We we're all battling with each other because we're competing with one another instead of just loving and helping each other the way that we should. It's oh no, I'm better than you, and oh, I'm, my my skin's whiter than That's you. All I look part pretty. Of the plan the white supremacy. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And we keep it going by hating on each other. Yes, and it sucks because it's like, damn. I remember being in college, joining the Black Student Union, union, and I was the only like, like I know you said you were the only light skin. Listen, mm-hmm. I know Dominicans are brown, light skinned. But I was the only light-skinned, like, bright light in there. Mm-hmm. And nobody took my ass serious until we had a whole, like, dorm meeting with everyone in the black student. You think student that was the reason? Yes, because when I spoke up, my hair texture has nothing to do with it. Your hair texture is afro texture. What you yes, mean? but when my hair is wet and it has gel, it's curly. I look Spanish, but then they didn't think I was Spanish. They <laughs> Who thought told I, you that? Listen, these are, this is this is what people tell me. This is what I get, mm-hmm. you know? And the fact that it took for me to share that I've experienced racism for everybody, for all the black people darker than me, to be like, oh, my gosh, Miss Breaker, I didn't, why didn't you think that I wouldn't experience racism? Because I'm light-skinned? You look phenotyp- phenotypically black. I would think so. Who are you telling? And you be having the biggest afro in the room. Who so. are you telling? So it's like, so. I'm so damn black that mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm around my own black people, and they treat me as if I'm white. Or as at if least I you had a black student them. union with black people. Let me tell you about my black student union. That was It was all white liberals. Nuh-uh. Yeah, they used to, um, I went to a Christian school, they used they were using it as a way to like post like LGBT. No. Um, a, um, LGBT stuff on campus because they couldn't, they know they probably couldn't have an LGBT group on campus, so they chose to have a black student union. So instead of this being a group to embrace black culture and black people, they all they did was talk about civil rights, advocacy, oh, we need to fight, we need to protest. What are you protesting on campus for? <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? Like, thi- that's all they did. And everybody on their committee was white. It was not a space for black people. There was even Hispanics and few black people who went to the group the first day. All of us felt very uncomfortable and just left. And literally one black girl, they had her as a token black person to push the group. You are black. You are from D.C., why are you oh, pushing this? No. It didn't make any sense because she was getting praise from all the white people oh, for doing this. And they used her and they used her struggle to be a token black person. Like, oh, look at this black person we helped get out of the mud and stuff like that. One of my professors was like, when I was like, oh, that's nice that they had Tiffany on, on the stage. Oh, see, I said her name. They had that they had her <laughs> that they had her on the stage and this yeah. that. She was like, well. I don't really like that because there's so many <laughs> there's so many black educated people, black people who don't come from that. Why is yeah, that never represented? Yeah. Why are we only represented in like a struggle? Yeah. And those are two different things, the struggle part and then the LGBT group initiatives and stuff like that. But that's a lot. A lot of companies do that too. They yeah. will say they have diversity initiatives, but they're mostly catering to white people in a different way. 
yeah. usually LGBT. A, a company was like, look at our diversity po- um, page. I went to a diversity page, just white people with different color hair. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. I'm not even lying. Like, I couldn't find one black person in that picture. A lot of companies are like that, which um, obviously you should, like, you know, make it a safe space for for LGBT. Yeah. But what are you doing for black people? Are you, do, are you Why are you pushing black people down and things like that and not really, like, trying to have any racial change in your company and have differences? And things like that, they think once they do that, um, oh, that that's okay. Or having a sign that says "Black Lives Matter." Anytime yeah. I go, anytime I go to a neighborhood and I see the Black Lives Matter sign, I was like, oh, I already know what type of people live there. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's 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 so weird because that Black Lives Matter has become this whole hippie movement type yeah, of stuff. And it's sad, but you know, I agree with Kanye when he said like he would rather support the all lives right. matter because you can come back up my brother, you can you know, support the all lives matter because at least he knows his money is going somewhere to support the cause. Oh, Black Lives Matter as a group definitely not. Yeah, no, because they fraud and you know, doing all these things and the money to buy houses and cars and luxury things and material it's just it sucks but it's like us as a foundation to have something be built for us or built you know in a sense of good 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 deed it doesn't even end up that way it's always some fuckery it's always something we fucking each other over we can't actually help each other because we're trying to beat each other the next way the next up it, it, it sucks beating each other down just to take the next step up. But it's like, we, we got to come up together. Mm-hmm. And like, once we get there, we get greedy. Just like the Black Lives Matter people, they got greedy and bought these million dollar houses and like using the money for things that are not right. You're helping the community and things like that. Which well, they're basically paid out. They got paid to do that. It was a coordinated attack. Coordinated attack. You know, Trying to incite some type of violence or some type of um, something stupid it was supposed to happen there, and then see like look at this, you know. But uh, quite a race war basically, or trying to push the tension in that. Maybe they're helping trying to eliminate a whole bunch of us, and it's um the first person to go the first one. Maybe he did it first. We just retaliated and we just blasted them all. Sorry, boys, you guys are done. You're finished. Your show is canceled. You know that's what they're waiting to do to us. So. I feel like um, you know, we need to get together with everybody of every race and every every ethnicity, every religion needs to get, to get get together and find a common ground where we all agree on certain points and those are the points we emphasize and we at least try to um, convey these points and try to uphold these standards at least that and then we can go from there, you know? But nobody's even willing to come to the table, so. Yeah, nobody's willing to put in the effort to actually do the things that we need to do to come together. And it's sad because we had Black Panther movements, and those movements actually did things for our communities. Mm-hmm. As for now, it's almost as if, like, there's so much corruption that there's no way in hell that people are going to be helping us. It's Small almost as if they're trying to break us back down to the bottom. Because, yeah, they keep saying the Latinas are going to be so the new... Crazy that, um, the new faces, the Latinos and Latinas, but... For the whole Black Lives Matter organization, it's so crazy that a small group of people could have so much money 
handle that's non-taxed and stuff like that. Yeah, right. and it's like what? an opportunity. Black Lives Matter, because yes, it does matter. We matter, and people are killing us um, for no reason, and things like that, and that needs to change. So, but other than that, the organization, it's not for me. The movement, yes. Yeah, we had a good movement, because I remember being out there protesting, walking 20 miles to the fucking federal state building, here in Boston, and just being around our people. But then when it when nighttime fell... Oh, you were there? Yes. Oh, let me tell you the story about this shit. So we went protesting, and we went protesting down in Boston, and the police was out here monetizing, quote-unquote. We Yes, we were all wearing black, but we weren't all wearing black to hide our identity. Yeah, we had masks on because it was pre-COVID, but mm-hmm. we weren't disguising ourselves to hide ourselves from the public. You know, we was out there. We was popped out, listening to music, chanting, getting carrying on. But the, the moment that the moment night had fell, it was almost as if like shit was about to go down. You knew shit was about to go down because now we had people in the crowds with us wearing all black, black hats. Fucking sunglasses, mask. Yes, it was the, but it was the police. It was Boston police. That's what people told me. No, <laughs> no, I have fucking videos. Listen, I have videos of Boston yeah, police coming on, coming into the crowds with us. They was coming from alleyways. Like you would see a, a Boston police parked car parked on like maybe a block over, two blocks over. You'll see it. Then you'll see mad people walking in the crowd. Wearing all black, black sunglasses. Who's wearing sunglasses that night? Doesn't make sense, right? Me. Then we're walking, and fucking somebody, a cop grabs a trash can and throws it in the Macy's window. Oh, I heard that. Picks up another mm-hmm. trash can, throws it in um, what's it called? That store in the corner with the with those stairs. Starts going in. Black people are watching. We're all. White people, Asian people, people that are out there, we're watching this shit. No one goes in. We're just watching yeah. it. All I said, I was like, y'all, I yelled out loud, like, y'all better not go in there because this is what they want mm-hmm. us to do. They got these police officers looting in these in these stores saying, oh, yeah, the crowd got this. Da, da, da. Who lit up the police car? The fucking police. That's what I heard too. They they that's lit. They had a that. bottle of liquor. Lit it. Threw it on there. They threw two on there. The whole fucking police car on fire. Who's standing on top of the police car? Police officers. It was so crazy. Then it was like we was running and leaving because it was like it was getting violent for no reason because it was like it was just us. And then random fucking people just mingling around us starting shit. 
And it was like, yo, is this the narrative that y'all are trying to play right now in Boston? Yeah, it's been peaceful for fucking six hours, yo. Because we went out there from, t- we went out there from like one, and we, st- more than that maybe, I think. We went out, we probably went out there like three. We didn't leave until like 10, 9. Be- and I was like, I said to my cousin and my best friend, like, we need to leave because I'd be damned to go to jail for something I ain't doing. And these motherfuckers are out here looting and breaking up shit and breaking into stores. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? And then certain stores already had boarded up their windows, their doors. It looked crazy in Boston. I'm like, yo, what's going on? All of this for what? Then when the whole situation, when they try to have a Black Lives Movement down in D.C., oh, we spread word like fucking wildfire. Y'all black folks better not go down there protesting at the the Capitol because they're going to shoot your ass down. They called the National Grid, the National Guard on us. Mm-hmm. They fucking didn't give a fuck. At this point, they was like, yeah, we're going to kill them at this point. you see what happened in Brockton, bro? No, but you see how the white folks done tore up the state Capitol and they yeah, didn't do shit? They do, do shit, let, like walk past them and they shit. They just walk past them, let them go. Mm-hmm. Then you see them attacking the security guards. You see black officers and... Black um, security officers and white security officers just letting them in. I'm just like, yo, they breaking up windows, they breaking up books, tearing it's down crazy paintings. They were ready um, during Black Lives Matter protesters and stuff like that. Protesters that weren't crazy, but when they see all those white people protesting, they're like, oh, they, oh, they no. weren't ready. Yeah, they were like, they oh were no, why are y'all out there? That's pretty much what it was. It's like, why are y'all protesting with these people? And we're and we're creating a world for you. That's how I saw it. Because it was like when they were just so okay with them going up the stairs, how they had national, how they had the national guard out there. Bro, if the, it was black people, all posted all you around. You were seeing SWAT cars already there. They was there. They had the SWAT cars. They didn't do it's anything? just no. They we no one protested for us. You know black I'm people saying? didn't protest during I'm that time at the at, um, at the state. Yeah. Yes, they had the SWAT. They had the national guard out there on January sixth. Yes. And they didn't do nothing. No, they. We didn't protest. There was no black person out there because we already know we're going to be dying on live television because that's what it would have went to. You were protesting election that lost and shit like No, they were protesting for Black Lives Matter. Oh, you're not talking about January 6th? No, January 6th is, I think that was something different. No, I'm talking about how, like, there there wasn't as much, like, um, officers and stuff like that secure. Like they weren't ready for January six, but any Black Lives Matter protest, they're ready. They're yeah, ready yeah, to yeah, take yeah, us yeah. down. Type oh of yeah, stuff. when they went down there, they they had they didn't really yeah they didn't have guards out there. Mm-hmm. They didn't have guards but out there. White people like oh whatever. Yeah, they're probably like they're not gonna do anything. These yeah, motherfuckers yeah. and vandalized, spray painting, ran through, sitting in the chair, all that, bro. And it was just like damn, you know, it's so much going on, but like people don't realize like we don't have it fair here. And it doesn't matter how hard you do things or how successful you are, whether it's through work, whether mm-hmm. it's a business, you need a white person to get you to the next level because that's how it works here in America. There's no American dream without a white person alongside with you. Uh, I think it'll take a generation to uh, change that. We can't change that unless we it's leave. Hard. It's not leave. Bro. No, it's not leave. But I'm more like the mouth of Mexico. By any means, like whatever it takes, 
to get out of this mess, we must all put together and execute. And that means to murder all these motherfuckers that are doing it in corrupt that shit, and that's what we got to do, bro. Because we can't just sit here and allow this. This, this, this. You know, this is way too far, yo. Way too far, you know? It's taking it way too far. I think about it, if I have a kid right now, he's going to grow up LGBT card, the guy's queer ass bag and say, yo, I ain't with that shit. Or that shit at all. Like, I ain't with that, bro. You're a man, you're a man. That's it. If you have some fucking weird ass dog, put that shit under control, bro. Tighten up, nigga. Hey, it's a little sense of my philosophy on that, you know? Like, you know, they're going to be scared, they're going to be scared, they're going to be scared, they're their feelings. And that's just scary. I think you have like, what, what the possibility for my kid if I have one right now is going to be. You know, where he, could he end up? Drugs, God. A, a woman, or a, a woman turned into a man. Like, what? What? Where does all. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I couldn't hear anymore. He was talking about LGBT faggot. Yeah, <laughs> it was bits and pieces coming out. I couldn't. I don't know. I don't want to. Um, shed light onto that because I don't want to discriminate people because I think love is love and whatever I'll you do with yourself like, is whatever. I, just I understand the science behind off, it, but bro. I can't. Just I don't want to get into off. that. But um, I do will say it is hard and to go the Malcolm X way is not going to help because they are more of them than they are of us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where people fail to forget. We have this big-ass United States, but I can name right now five... Ma- Five popular cities that are black, predominantly black. And there's not that many of us here, if I'm naming just those five cities out of all 51, 52 states. So it's like when you look at things in that perspective of like, yeah, kill them all, kill them all. But it's like, kill them all. Yeah, I heard. That's what I heard. What the fuck? Oh, hell no. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Do you not know the history of Malcolm Malcolm X? X? But I thought he meant like that. You know, like, no, he said kill them all I who are killing us, pretty much. You oh. know, take out all those people Yeah, we were talking about the workplace, sir. <laughs> like, you talking We ain't trying to do that. I don't, and that's the thing. It's like, we just, violence isn't helping, but what I will say, retaliation will help. But it I doesn't have to be violent. This is what I think. Let's get to the workplace. Um, I think... More white people need to use their privilege in the right way. Yes, I agree with that. Yes, that's what I think, and that could help us because black people are behind. I heard by like two hundred years in terms of like wealth and things like that, the wealth gap and all that. More than two hundred years. Yeah, well, well, still a long time either way, but the their um black people on average are very behind. If we can try to um when we get to certain positions also for us try to ha- also help and mentor other black other black individuals not try to think oh uh not try to just be in that space yourself but not help anybody else elevate i i think i, think I will say crazy. that there are some white people that are willing to do that of course but there are some white people who are willing to do that and get burned in a sense, helping someone succeed and then them rep- fucking up their reputation because they try to help. Yeah, this is why I said And I feel okay. like it's hard. You know, it's hard to want to help people, but then it bites you in the ass. Yeah, you can't. I, this is why I said, like, um, 
someone reached out to me to help him get a job and stuff like that at the company I'm at. I don't think you can put people on. You shouldn't put people on. They should be able to put their self on. You have to be able to bring something to the table. Like I said earlier, like build your brand. Like what do you want to do? What are you doing to get there? Like even if you don't have the job, what projects have you worked on in school? Yeah. You got to think about stuff like that. Don't think people are just going to give you references, promote you and stuff like that if you're not doing stuff, advocating for yourself, pushing and being able to present the work that you have and what you can do and the skills you can bring. Because you can get a job, but if you don't, if that's not, if you see a job and you only want the job because of the money or the company because somebody works there or this, that, and the third, you're not going to end up happy and you're you're probably going to end up failing and things like that and not being valuable and um, giving the other person, making the other person look bad for them trying to help you and, and quote-unquote put you on and things like that. But the reality is you got to be able to put yourself on. That too. Yeah, you got to be able to apply yourself to get what you want in life. Mm -hmm. Everything is not everything is always handed. And although people have that advantage because of their privilegedness, it's not necessarily that you can't have it. It's just you got to work 10 times harder. Mm -hmm. And that's what people don't want to do. I feel like with social media nowadays, everybody wants to do podcasting, but no one actually wants to put in the work. They'll put in the work and then they're like, oh, this doesn't fucking work. I'm not doing it. But it's like, it Mm -hmm. will come together, but you have to apply yourself. And people think they're going to be rich and famous overnight. Overnight, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's like, this whole trending idea is like a one-hit wonder. It's like, oh, you're trending now, and then, oh, yeah, a couple months, okay, forget about you. Who's trending next? And I remember um, someone, Black History Month, starting the whole black TikTok creator thingy, like just the whole thing going on in general. I'm not just talking about the media with Nicki Minaj, but there was just a lot of talks about how, like, Black people are not getting promoted enough on TikTok, this, that, and third. Yeah, because we're doing all the dances. We're doing every fucking thing, and white people are taking it and claiming it. Yeah, that true. That too. That too, definitely. But some of them that wanted to get promoted and was talking about their self, they were people who had channels that their channel is is not based on contact. Like, um, what's his name? The one from Italy, KB? Come. You know the famous black guy that don't talk. Oh, yeah, he be like. Yeah, yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's able to reach an audience because he's not speaking any language. He's doing stuff. He's doing, sh- yeah. That he's can relate to anybody, anybody. that speaks any language and yeah. stuff like that. You're doing stuff that only relates to a certain demographics that have a certain mindset and, like, you're, a lot you're of your stuff is. out other people. Yeah, other so groups. you're never going to reach that. And a lot of the stuff you talk about are very, honestly, con- controversial. You talk a lot of, let's be honest, you talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So obviously you're not going to be reached out. People usually go on TikTok to um get like a mental break and things like that, get happy, not hear a lot of controversial things and things like that. Learning new, t- new Learning skills new stuff. and you're not teaching t- new different stuff. tools. You're talking shit the whole time. You're not doing no cooking shows. Yeah. A lot of the black people I see with, like, a lot of um, followers, like, 
I'm talking more than like a million and stuff like that, like thirteen million. They're doing like family stuff. They're yeah, doing like family kids. oriented. They're like they're, they're targeting the kids, all their yeah. audience from from being children to teen to adults. Yeah, and there's a very uh, a and, variety. And they're staying at a car, <laughs> at a at a um. Damn, my phone about to die. Out of like um. What's that word? Sorry, like crazy shit. They're not talking a bunch of trash about people, like st- um, stitching other creators to talk down on them and stuff like that, just because they disagree with what they said. Yeah, or talking about things that is not relatable to mm-hmm. the everyday life not of a regular to person. Life. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's what's troubling nowadays because it's like people want to do things, but people aren't actually putting in the work. And even so, like working in the working in a white environment can make you feel different because you could be doing the same thing another white person is doing, but they're getting more highlights than you. Mm-hmm. They're getting more attention than you, and it's just because of who you are. It's not even because of the idea of, oh, you're not doing it enough or you're not trying. It's to do ten times more work. And you you just got to keep that. trying, and it's, it's it's hard and it's like what do we do what do we how do we fix this and it's like i really don't know but we just have to continue to advocate for ourselves yes like network talk to, to everybody like yeah. make sure you build relationships with everybody everybody make sure they know your name even if it's a remote job if it's hybrid go into the office yeah. a couple times a week people are going to notice you going to know who you are and going to be able to advocate for you too yeah. cuz if you're sitting at home sometimes they're not going to know that but um, if you're at home too, message them on like Microsoft Teams, like, "Hey, how you doing? Hope you have a good week." Da, da. Set up informational one-on-one meetings with people, the coworkers that you don't really know. Meet with them one-on-one through Zoom or something like that. Try your best to get to know people. Like, get out yourself, cause that can that can really help you, especially as a black individual. Yeah, that can definitely help you. You got to know somebody to know somebody. And for you to know somebody, you actually got to apply yourself to get to know somebody while not being so judgmental and, you know, being very rude to people. Because I feel like, well, I can't take that back, but we all have judgment. But don't you, don't allow your judgment to treat someone differently. Really get to understand a person for who they are in the moment. And how you feel after is your business. But respect people. And if you give people that utmost uh, respect, you'll receive that respect. Respect is given, it's not and, and earned. So you have to be able to know how to navigate culturally amongst others. Yeah, and respect like differences, no matter whether it's if you disagree with it, you don't have to like talk down on anybody just because they have a different belief than you. When you get to a workplace, you're gonna work with so many different people, different yes. cultures, different things like that. People who have a certain lifestyle that you may not agree with. Like, if you sit and talk to them, probably the best people you ever met and yeah. the people who could help push you to where you need to be. Yes. Don't and say, oh, you're takes- not going to talk to somebody because they're, um, they're, they're, you know that they, they are tran- transgender. That transgender person might be the person that pushes for you and advocates for you. Yes, and supports you. Yeah, because a lot of time in the black community, the black community be hella homophobic and things like that and transphobic and you know i'm grateful and thankful that my mom taught me and raised me to love everyone equally because there's no there's no wrong way to love Mm -hmm. 
and I feel like that takes a lot. That takes away. That takes away from a lot of things and building relationships with people, mm-hmm. because we're so focused on how different they are and how could they do this and how why would they do that instead of just looking at it as they're a person who I can probably network with and get something because they've worked so hard facing whatever battles they've been yes. through. We can relate because we're both struggling, but we can put each other on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where people tend to lose focus on, you know, how are we coming together? What are we doing for each other? And black people, too, need to stop beating each other down. Even if we're working in the same fucking workplace, don't belittle me because you think that this or whatever the situation is. Or don't look at me differently or don't say, oh, well, oh, you do. No, don't do that to me. Don't treat me differently and try to be talk bad about me behind the white coworkers just because you feel like that's you fitting into their environment. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. We are in the same situation. They don't like you just they j- excuse me, just like they don't like me and you playing puppet master with them is not going to help. Oh, well, you being the puppet to the master is not going to help because it's, you don't have your own your own way of voicing for yourself. Instead, you're agreeing with them and making it seem as if um yeah, it's okay for me to talk about all the black people that come in here because I'm making it okay. Like, no. Change the narrative. Do something different. Make a difference in your community by reaching out to those that are different from you because that might help you come a long way. I mean, I've met a lot of people in my life, and they say the same similar things, and I'm just like, damn, I don't say much. (laughs) I'm very quiet. Like, I don't say shit. But when I do, it holds a lot of value because the one time or the few times that I do say something that stand out in a way that makes me unique from others and it's just how I am as a person but if you think so ignorant all your life and you separate 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 and feel like you can't in- be inclusive so that is I what's going to be like a problem black students to know I know we like to um, be around our people and stuff like that and that's fine but, like, s- you got a network, like we said, like, your white coworkers, your other people, color co- um, classmates, I mean, make friends with them. Build relationships. You don't have to be, like, best, best buddies with them. But build a good enough relationship. And you might be best buddies with them. Because sometimes your black friend would probably be in the same position as you. You won't know how to navigate after after um you graduate and stuff like that but if you expand your circle you might meet somebody who knows and can get you somewhere and stuff like that like they might be at a company you want to work in and you met you can message them hey yeah can you give me a referral to this company yada 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 and personally from my experience i don't think making friends based off of skin color was beneficial for me. You know, I never did that. I don't think I did it intentionally. I didn't do it intentionally. You didn't do it intentionally, but, like, Mm -hmm. for me, I tried to do, like, I tried to say to myself, maybe I should be around my people Mm -hmm. to see what what this environment is like. The thing is, I didn't do it intentionally. I enjoyed being around my people. I just got too comfortable that I thought this was it. This was my people in college. Yeah, Come I to find out that. those people were terrible people yeah. and the worst people. The worst fucking and the, people. And then the people I just used to pass by, 
they were way better people and things like that come to find out and stuff like that. Yeah, and I appreciate like building those relationships with people that you don't that's not in your that's not a part of your culture. Yeah. Because it does help you see it have a different perspective because mm-hmm. if you're around the same shit all the time, you're not really growing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I'm a true believer in your friends are who you you are who your friends are. And I know they say like, "Oh yeah, well no, well I'm different from no, you are who your friends are. You're an educated person, I'm an educated person. Mm-hmm. We are who we are because we we have a mutual connection. Mm-hmm. If my friends out there robbing and doing all this crazy shit, yes, people are going to think the same of me. Why? Yeah, yeah. Because you are who your friends are. If you if you're not this type of person, why would you be around that type of person? Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like I feel like a lot of it does take a lot from branching out and people being afraid to go into other communities or other environments or other cultures because of the differences. But it's like you you got to break that fear and just network. Yeah, I love it. I don't do that no more. I I I gained so much from like just get just from being comfortable from just within like my own community and things like that. I gained so much. I learned so much. I would not have got some some places if it wasn't for people who I met who was completely different from me who grew up in completely different countries without um without them, you know? Yeah. And that's good because mm-hmm. you you learn how to navigate through how they're navigating cuz they come from if they're coming from a d- different country, they got to learn how to adapt to this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if you were to go to their country to visit them, vice versa is the same thing, but it's like having someone to educate you on whatever it is that you're looking for in life is going to be beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. But you got to be willing to have that acceptance without being ignorant to towards their culture or towards, towards someone's beliefs. Because I feel like, you know, we, we don't respect each other enough to accept one another. It's always, oh, you do this, I don't like you. And it's like, but... If it doesn't, if it doesn't really bother you, like and sometimes we find out we're more similar than different too. Yes, like one of my friends, she's from India. Some f- Haitian food I got, her said, "Oh, we have this in India." And some of the snacks too. I was like, "Yo, this is a Haitian snack. What you mean?" Yeah, we're more similar than different. We are a lot similar than we are, and that we that we don't we don't really pay attention to it because we yeah. are very similar. Yeah, yeah. You know, and language is translated in so many different ways so it's like we all are the same at the end of the day ultimately we are one we are one but you have to be able to know how to navigate around your own your own selfish beliefs and break down your undo the doing that was that was corruption because you can't you can't believe every stereotype out there Mm-hmm. You know, not everyone fits that stereotype. I'm not a stereotypical person who was 16 and had a baby. Like, I'm just not. I'm not that stereotypical. <laughs> I'm past 16 and I don't have a kid. You know what I mean? I am. I don't. I don't fucking like chitterlings. Like, yeah, I'm black, but I don't like chitlins. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. It's so fucked up, but people use stereotypes to separate, you know, divide and conquer. We got to stop allowing that to be every, um, every like, barrier barrier to, to as to why things are not working. Mm-hmm. We got to 
We got to break that. We got to change the habits of what we're doing and how we're doing things. Love on each other more and stop hating on each other. We're all in the same fucking boat trying to fucking make this shit float and go into a direction. But because we're all spinning in a, we're, we're all spinning in a circle because we're choosing not to just listen to one another. We're, we're just, we're all trying to move this boat and it's not going nowhere. And it's just as simple as listening. You need to listen to others to understand each other. And if you don't listen, then you're missing the, the big the message. You're missing it. But if you actually put in the work and do what you have to do as a person, I mean, it don't take much to network. It don't take much to just respect another person. Like I said, respect is given and received. Yeah, yeah. You have to be able to play those roles so that you can have an understanding with someone. I, I try not to be this so discriminate, discriminating when I talk and have my topics because I don't want it always to be about black people because I know there are people, people, as humans, uh, we all experience something. And if it's not the same, it's similar. Like, we, we, we go through things in life where we, we, we fail to realize that we're all the same. Mm-hmm. But because we use so many things to categorize ourselves and we use so many different identities to separate ourselves, that's why it makes it so hard for us to really just come together. We keep having this war battle with race and it's not helping. Like I said, all these, all these things, black people don't even fight for their rights. Why? Because of what the fuck they do. Black, we, all these, all these things that hold us black, hold us back. It's not helping. We have all these laws that help Asian Americans and Japanese Americans, and we have all they these. They got laws. reparations. Too. Yeah, they got reparations. We don't have shit. Huh, they huh. just recently added the lynching law in our amendments. So it's like, or no, in our constitution. So it's like, how the fuck did you realize now that that's not constitutional? Like, it just doesn't make sense, and it's sad. But it's like we have to fight more for ourselves, but we also need to mingle with others so that they can fight along with us. Because white people, I mean, the civil rights movement, they didn't really. The civil rights movement. The civil rights movement was moved based off, was a movement through black people. Yes, through black people. And it benefits all of us. It benefits all of us. It benefits all of us. But because when we did it, it didn't mean shit, but because when a white woman came along and said, we're going to help, and oh, 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 white it's people, so crazy. it's just fucked up. When people, peop, white people can even use the civil rights um, um, law for their argument in court, too, if they were discriminated based on their, based on their country they, of origin. They do, they do use it. The but discrimination they, laws it's were made so for It's so crazy them. because... They, were they benefiting off what black people did in the 60s, but think, be like, oh, why are you still talking about race and things like that? Yeah. They come here and still be racist. They here and still be racist and be racist and just like that. Because who, the black people that were racist in the 60s are still alive, and who are they? The people's grandparents and things like that passed down to their it's kids. It's passing down. Stuff. Yeah, it definitely is passing down. For sure. I, had a, I had a client at one of my old jobs. He got kicked out. He was singing a song about lynching black people to another client. And honestly, I don't think he got as much um as much punishment as he should have, which is crazy. Another thing about being black in the workplace. Really? They really don't give a shit about us. Like, why are you singing the song about lynching? That is really fucked up, yo. Mm-hmm. That job was something else, bro. I'll never work another. It's crazy because it was in Boston, huh? 
Yeah, see, I'll all swear. them Boston, all them Boston jobs down there. Something else. When I was working in the city hall, you could. T- I mean, them, them white folks was looking at me like, "Who the fuck brought this Afro chick up in here?" Because I went up in there with my Afro. I don't mm-hmm. care. But when I'm around other people of color, they're like, but like the supervisor that was my boss at the time, she was just like, I'm really glad that you took this job, she said, because a lot of people of color denied. <laughs> because she said because of the prejudice that they experienced. You talking on a phone with somebody. Then why doesn't she fuck? Oh, because Like talking on the phone and okay. the customers that come in, like people don't like being just, it's just, you get treated differently. You know what I mean? A lot of Irish and Irish Italians. Italians. So it's like if you, it, you and it's so interesting because Jewish people don't care, you know they don't care about race in that sense. They care about their community. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, but they're the most rudest people to talk to, to deal with. Ooh. Customer service, Irish and Italians. Yeah. They're just so rude, and then they tell you, right? You people, you people. What the fuck does you, you people, people mean? mean? Oh. Lord, so it is. It is very challenging being black and working in the workplace, but you can make it beneficial for yourself as long as you network and you get to know people, understand other people's cultures. Don't just discriminate. Don't just sit here and say, "Oh, I'm not going to talk to them because they're gay," or "I'm not going to talk to them because they're Indian," or "I'm not going to talk to them because they're Asian," and they may think they know everything. No, you just mm-hmm. put yourself out there. That person can help you. They can, learn can from help you them. Too. Exactly. It's it's a two-way traffic. You get something from me, I get something from you. It's not like I'm going to be using you and taking advantage of you. No, it's we are in the same fucking bucket. Let's mm-hmm. help each other get out. Honestly. But is there any last few things you want to say before we um, close out? No, just make sure to support each other, love each other. Yes, it's a new year um, coming. Like, although I felt for me, my new year is my birthday. Yeah. Oh, word. <laughs> <laughs> my my new year isn't the year of the years. My new year is my birthday. And every year of my chapter, I always say I need to do something different. My new year, I feel like it's September. I don't know, because the store just feel like every year, the new year starts in September. In September, I feel like my birth year is my new year, so... And my new year's a chapter, y'all, like, y'all... Happy birthday, Julie, um... Miss Breaker. Miss Baker. You, you Julia. They know me, <laughs> Julia, too. It's all right. <laughs> but, you know, it's 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 what we do now. You know, what we see now and what, we, what we're doing in the next moment. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all we wanted to um, share. Don't be afraid to bring your authentic self to work. If they won't let you, they do not deserve you. If yes. you can't wear your afro or anything like that and leave your hairstyle, they do not disturb you. Yes. Deserve you. And, yeah, be your authentic self. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do. But it's the truth. Be your true self. Be true to you. That's how we get things to work. We can't keep adapting to things that don't adapt to us because it's not us. Mm -hmm. We can't change. Mental health plays a role in that, too. Yes. Yes. And it's sad that the black community really suffers a lot through mental health. We don't get help. That. That could be another topic, like, that's something that needs to be talked about, like, people just go through it in silence and stuff like that, people think it's only, I remember jokes, only white people commit suicide, nope, 
Yeah, black I remember that. Well. Yeah, I Not remember growing people. up when they used to be like, "Yeah, only white people." I'm like, white people. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on? But then, no, you you see a lot of black people mm-hmm. committing suicide, and it's like, and we don't hear about it because it's happening so much. And with technology, we can see those things. Yeah, but it is. We thought it was just the white kids. Yeah, I think because their parents and stuff like that used to push like different suicide initiatives and stuff like that after their passing. Black people when they die usually there's there's no foundation. There's started. no foundation started. It's just Nothing. oh they die we kumbaya for oh, a little yeah, bit yeah. then we kind of just get back distance, to our lives, get back yeah. to life and move. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's black you people know, white people make sure yeah. that legacy lives on. Yes, and that is what I appreciate because it's like black people we don't do that we just oh buried them oh they're buried up move on yeah. to the next thing. I seen so many um there was a, not so many. There was few kids that passed away throughout, like, elementary and high school. The only person that I know his family still has a legacy for is a white boy who's um, who passed away um, in fifth grade. They have they have a race every year in the town oh, where from and nice. stuff like that. Yeah. Give scholarships to the high school and stuff like that. But that I think that's also because of resources and stuff like that, too. Because <sighs> black people usually have to... Uh, not usually. Sometimes have to set up GoFundMe's for when their child passes away. I like know, that. and it's fucked up, but yeah. that's because we don't want to help each other. We're too selfish enough to help one another. We're just like, oh no, they oh, got money, rather they have, can do it. We rather have nice cars that be yeah, instead of getting life insurance policies, yeah. benefits, uh, and things like that. Like we rather have that, you know. When parents sometimes get like um, income taxes. Like, yeah. oh, shopping time. We shopping, go shopping, spend, spend yeah. that money real quick. Yeah, the quick. black dollar don't last very La- long. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it goes back in the white person's pocket. We don't we don't help ourselves. But, yeah, things like that. Definitely for another topic we can talk about. Yeah, no, definitely. No yeah. doubt. That's important. I feel like we, we need to have those conversations and stop joking about life so much. Mm-hmm. Take it a little serious. Take it serious, yeah. Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. I see life. Life is serious. I mm-hmm. need to take it serious. I'm not fucking around no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly. I've been there, done that. I've matured enough. You know, I went through my adolescent life, and I realized that all that shit I did was dumb, but I learned from it. And what yeah. could I do differently? I'm still chilling. I feel like a baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown adult. <laughs> I can't deal with you. But that's all we really want to share with y'all today. We just wanted to get into it because it's, like, something we really need to focus on. Like, what are we going to do differently and stop separating ourselves and segregating ourselves from our own, you know, work coworkers? You know, we got to network. Mm-hmm. We got to help each other. We got to get to know each other. We got to actually take that step. Make and sure I'm they doing know it. your name. Yes, make sure they know your name. I'm so bad, yo. All my coworkers know my name, and I don't know theirs. Yeah, and I feel like bad. That. I I feel so fucking bad because it's not like I I really don't I'm not a good person with names so it's just I'm just not I'll call you the wrong name and you gotta correct me I'm not gonna take an offense but just know like it's not that I don't respect you I don't acknowledge you it's just I have a lot of names in my head and when I see a new face and I'm I'm not around you all the time is your name's gonna slip like I gotta like I had to know like working with my one of the teachers in the room, I was like, I got to know this woman's last name. Like, I can't, I cannot, I have to say this woman's last name. She wanted me to uh, abbreviate her name. I'm like, no, I want to call you by your name. Although I know it was French, 
and it's not spelled and said the same, but I want to make sure that I'm respecting you as you respect me. Yeah. You yeah, feel that's, me? That's actually good because um, sometimes black people, too, our names, we don't want people butchering it or some people yeah. like Ni- Nigerian cultural names that they they might shorten their name or call themselves an English yeah, name. Yeah, because people don't know really how to pronounce it, but it's yeah. like, for me to respect right. that, yeah, I gotta, I gotta make sure I meet you halfway. Shit, you meet me halfway. Yeah, for real. So I feel like that's definitely important, but y'all stay black. Be yourself. Mm. Whoever you are, whatever you, wherever, however you identify yourself as, be yourself. Be your best self. Don't change for nobody. Don't change for society. Don't change because your parents be you. You only live once, man. This is the life that we live now. We don't know what happens after, but just know that in this moment, you have to fight for you. It's okay to be your authentic self. Yes, it's okay. And, you know, do what you need to do to get yourself the help that you need for the long run. But um, that's all I really want to say. Is there any last words you want to say real quick? Just thank you guys for tuning in, and yeah, hey Dart in the house, hey Dart in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do you over here calling yourself other names. Yeah. I can't do. I'm weak. All right, y'all. This is keeping it real with Miss Breaker and K Dat. <laughs> One love.